Hey, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Tori. And welcome to our fifth episode of Make Mental Matter. Today, we have two guests on today's episode, which is a first for us. Ladies, why don't you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Morgan. And I'm Allie. Can you tell all the listeners specifically who you are and just what you do right now? So currently, I'm a physician assistant in hospital medicine. I went to Pennsylvania College of Technology, just graduated in August. And I um, am the exact same. (laughs) (laughs) We work together. (laughs) So, yeah, I actually, for all of our listeners, I actually went to college with Morgan and Allie, but we weren't in the same cohort. They graduated above me, and it's actually, like, so cool to see you guys grow and get into this role Because, like, I'll be there soon. So I appreciate you guys coming on and speaking about such an important topic. Of course. And my next question would be, what made you both say yes to this interview? I'd say specifically just because I think it's really cool to have, like, a new PA talk. Just because we haven't been PAs that long. Um, so we have kind of a different mindset just entering the field versus somebody that's been out there practicing for 20 some years now. I think it's good to also talk about, um, the transition from being a student and then going into the role of actually being a physician assistant and how different that is and how less stressful it is. (laughs) Right. And so you mentioned you're in hospitalist medicine I'm guessing not many people know what that entails. So could you go into like a little bit more detail of what that means? So hospital medicine, it's, I guess it falls kind of under that internal medicine um, umbrella. It's just an inpatient side of it. So really we're taking care of the patients that need admitted into the hospital for further care. Um, So it kind of is a very broad spectrum of diseases and disorders that we really manage. So I know years ago that your PCP would come into the hospital and see you when you were admitted. So for us, we basically take the load off of them and we stay in the hospital and we manage them medically. And then if any other specialties need to come into play, we consult them. So we do admissions, discharges, and then follow them throughout their hospital stay. I think that was like something I had to get educated on before I started clinicals because I didn't want to be embarrassed <laughs> going into it. it. It really is an important specialty. I don't think people realize that um, either. So, and I also remember, if I remember correctly, you guys really enjoyed it when you were on your clinicals too, right? Um. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was definitely overwhelming just because it covers so much. And as a student too, you know, that balance between clinicals and still also doing schoolwork and studying was a lot. Um, I definitely think I enjoy it more now that I don't have that other stuff in the mix and I can just solely focus on just doing, you know, hospital medicine. And then since my podcast is all about mental health, how has it been 
settling into your role, Allie, if you want to answer that one? I think our schedule really helps. So we're seven on, seven off. And I know that can be intimidating, the seven on, but it's really not as bad as it sounds. Um, And having those seven days off to kind of just like reboot yourself. I know that I, um, at the end of the like day five or six, I'm ready to go back to work and it kind of gets you to enjoy your work more and having more free time and getting to actually enjoy yourself after graduation. Being a new PA, big hospital system, can probably be very overwhelming. Do you find that patients are receptive to you guys? I would say so, yeah. I actually have had multiple patients make comments about um, enjoying being taken care of, of younger providers just because, you know, yeah, we're out of school and a lot of people might see that as, you know, they're kind of the newbies, but they've been pretty receptive of what we can kind of bring to the table Um, Because we do also work closely with the other doctors and other PAs that have been working longer in the field. And so when we bounce ideas off of each other, we kind of bring a little bit more to the table um, in that fresh aspect of, you know, the younger mindset, I guess. I 100% agree. And that's exactly why I'm excited to to start working. (laughs) We're talking about mental illnesses, and I don't know if you guys have experienced anything yet where you have someone who has a co-occurring diagnosis of a mental illness, or specifically that's the reason why they're in your care. What are you doing for these patients? It could be either like the policies you have to follow or like personally, what do you do for these types of patients? So if they have a diagnosis already, we've continue their management as long as that's not why they're there. Um, And then if they're already there and most likely we'll kind of hand it off to psych and have them see if they recommend increasing, decreasing, adding medication, um, seeing if they're safe at home, if they need to be hospitalized, if they need long-term care, it's kind of back and forth figuring out, I guess it just depends on how bad they are when they come in and what they're there for. And, but that's kind of what we do in that aspect. Like she said, like if there is a a situation that needs a psych consult, that's typically what we do. I know personally, I think listening is the biggest thing when somebody's coming in with a psych concern or even, you know, they have, they're sick with another, um, illness because they have an underlying psych uh, issue, whether it be depression, anxiety, you know, just being in the hospital in general, in general can be anxiety inducing. And so just listening to their concerns and making sure that they're still receiving their at-home medications while inpatient is um, really important. How often are you guys seeing patients who have mental health problems? Too often. Yeah, I I would say... Unfortunately, a lot of our patients, um, whether that's why they're there or not, are are on at-home medications for anxiety or depression. I mean, anxiety and depression is probably the most prevalent that we see um, just in general throughout the hospital. Are you guys seeing like an influx of like children or teens or adults? Like, is there like one that's more or less? 
We personally at the hospital that we're at, they have a pediatric hospitalist and pediatric psychiatry. So we only deal with adults. So I'm not sure what the hospital overall sees, but for us, it's just mainly adults. Another segue type of question, you know, PAs are all about being in a team and being involved in a care team. So are there a lot of people involved in these types of decisions you have to make if someone does have mental health issue? I would say so. Yeah. I'm usually it's myself um, and my attending that I work pretty closely with. Um, but there have been times where I will ask other coworkers, um, PAs kind of what their uh, thoughts are on the situation and kind of run it by them as well. And once you get the psych involved, it could be anywhere from whether it's a uh, psych physician or a psych PA that you're also working and collaborating with. So, you know, it may be three, four people that are kind of in communication with each other just so that everybody's on the same page and everyone's kept in the loop. I think we're pretty lucky that we do get to work in such a big team. So we, as a new grad, we never really feel like we're alone, which is super nice. Now that you've been in for what, like three months, four months now, since you've been there and you've been experiencing more and more patients, getting more comfortable in your setting, have you realized anything that you think could be improved upon or like just in general for mental health care at all? I think asking certain questions that are hard to ask, but for some people, since you ask every patient, it becomes repetitive for us, but for the patient, it could be serious, like asking about domestic abuse, self-harm, like it could come off super easy, like, do you feel safe at home? And like saying kind of monotone instead of actually asking, looking at the patient and seeing if they need help. Um, But it could be easily skipped over because it's just another question to kind of get through, if that makes sense. I've found in my research that a lack of empathy or, you know, just getting straight to the point for certain people makes them less inclined to answer honestly. So that's a great point. Being open with communication is really big. And I'm sure you guys are testing that out as new grads too. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, we ask questions all the time. Or at least I know <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, and that might happen a lot more than you'd like. <laughs> do you have any advice that you could give to new PAs that are specifically going into your field or if they? might not necessarily experience mental health issues all the time, just advice in general? I think my main thing would be um, never be afraid to to ask questions, never be afraid to go up to somebody and, you know, run a situation by them and get a second opinion because you are so new. And a lot of times, too, you're going to be kind of second guessing yourself. So it gets you know, a fresh pair of ears to kind of listen to you and give their opinion and, and kind of work together. And just as an as a new PA, you know, just accept that there's going to be things that you don't know. There's going to be things that you're going to encounter that you're going to be confused about. 
And uh, don't be afraid to admit that you just don't know something or that you're not familiar with something because there's always someone that's willing to help you. And I'll be in your shoes eventually. (laughs) Yeah, best of luck. You're almost done, girl. I just wanted to say thank you guys for that advice. And I hope that Tori kind of takes that advice being someone who's going to be going to the PA field soon. Um, and anyone, anyone else who's listening who might want to be a PA or going to the medical field, that's, you know, great advice. And we just appreciate your time and talking to us on our podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for listening to this episode of Make Mental Matter. Thank you again to Allie and Morgan for providing a new perspective for us. And tune in next episode where it'll be covering my psych rotation. And I won't even reveal what is going to happen next episode because it's kind of different from how our format is now. So I'm just going to surprise everyone. (laughs) All right. Thank you for tuning in and keep liking and sharing our pages on Facebook and Instagram and sharing with all of your friends so we can get the word out about our podcast. We're almost finished with this eight-part series and we're really excited to take this one step further after I graduate. So thank you for listening and tune in next time. Bye!